This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porn cast that names our vagina trouble because we know you want to get into it. I'm Yvette Dantrema, your co-host, and here is my lovely, talented, vivacious, did I mention perky co-host, Alice Vaughn. Alice, how the fuck are you doing today, baby cakes? I'm exhausted. I don't think I've heard you bounce into an intro by saying <laughs> exhausted before. You're normally my field full of golden retrievers. Are you down to like one very tired after a hike golden retriever today? You're you're my buddy dog who's sleeping on top of me right now. I'm fairly certain I've watched eight hours of porn this morning. And I've right? been, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've done marathons that are less exhausting than this. Jesus. Today, guys, we are chafed, chafed, I say, chafed from today's porn. We put through ourselves and ourselves through some fucking pornography for you today. And it was, they did not just make an episode of Archer parody porn. Oh, no. no. They made, what was it, like six? Eight. Eight. It was a series. It was a complete, like, season of, so it was Asian Striker. It was a complete season of Archer parody porn, and it was good. It was, and it was so plot heavy, like, and they stayed in character while they were banging. Like, <laughs> I never knew I wanted this, but now that I know it exists, trust me. You want this. I have so many feelings. So first off, um, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that the DMV is absolutely calling the director for tips on how to extend their wait time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and by the way, so because I'm a dick, I haven't introduced our guest yet. <laughs> we have a great guest today. We're very excited. We have comedian and correspondent from the Jim Jeffrey show, Curtis Cook. Curtis, how are you doing today? And are you as exhausted from a marathon of porn as we are. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And yeah, it was a lot of porn. <laughs> I think I found out the app that you guys sent me, you could watch it at eight times speed, which is like, that's my new favorite way to watch porn. <laughs> the plot or the action? The plot I watched on normal speed, so I could really take in everything that they were saying. But the action at eight times speed was a treat. It's just like, great. <laughs> I wonder, does it get you off faster if you watch the porn faster? I don't think so. I feel like there are parts of it that like maybe watching it like 1.2 times speed would be helpful. I've definitely watched porn at a faster speed (laughs) just for shits and giggles. Uh, And yeah, it's definitely way better. (laughs) What's the exact rate? Because I need to like, we need to run some experiments on this. If there is an, look, we're scientists. We have needs. (laughs) Mostly we have neuroses, but we have needs. I want to know what the optimal frame rate is for porn watching. If you are the government uh, who would like to fund studies... And you're a scientist and a researcher who needs something to do. We've got an idea. (laughs) I'm sure they're going to fund this right after they cut cancer research and they stop telling scientists to tell people that climate change is real. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) Scientists are getting buttfucked by this administration anyway. (laughs) They might as well do some researching on the buttfuckery. That's a good point. I'm just standing back and applauding this one. That was good. (laughs) Well played, lady friend. Well played. So, yeah, we watched a buttload of Archer porn, and it was. I know we fucking suck Tommy Pistol's balls on this show enough, but let's do it again. Because <laughs> we watched Tommy and all of these staying in character and being hilarious and still just keep it on banging, and it's so good. Is he so he's like a regular porn parody guy? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wood Rocket. So uh, aside from Tommy, uh, so if you've ever wanted to watch someone who actually, you know, is a true actor in porn, uh, Evan Stone is another great name to know. He's pre-Tommy Pistol era, but there is some overlapping. And if you ever wanted to watch Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure as a porn... Pee Wee Herman's well. Big Triple X Adventure. Oh my God. Instead of his bicycle being stolen, it's his sex doll. It's complicated on so many levels. My childhood ruined my childhood, so pornography doing it can't... Like, it's weird porno for my... Yeah, it's... Bring on all the weird porn. <laughs> So, Curtis, for our audience who's never watched Archer before, how can we describe Archer? (laughs) Archer is like a a parody satire on the classic spy trope where a guy who is uh, 
cavalier sexually and uh, adventurously is frequently thwarted by his own endeavors. That is a perfect summation of Archer. Hell yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess before we go into this movie, so there's a couple things I probably should let you know. So... First off, Tommy, I mean, we're going to definitely go into the acting and the different scenes, etc. First off, I, I found it really interesting that this was actually not a Leroy Myers production. It was done by a guy named Billy Visual who worked on the Anchorman and Kill Bill parodies, which I didn't even know there was a Kill Bill parody. Wow. I'm amazed that they managed to get some... Did they replace the blood with cum? Like, I feel like that's the only way that that could be a thing. (laughs) And not turn off a few viewers. Yeah. Does they do, like, the coma scene? I haven't watched Kill Bill, so I don't know. Oh. I feel like that's a niche audience. Yeah. I don't think that's good. Well, I don't want to judge, but it seems complicated. Thanks uh, for bringing that one up. (laughs) Okay. We're coming back from the bad place. Back to Archer Point. Back to Archer Point. <laughs> now I have to see it because I ha- you've planted that seed and I need to know. <laughs> but this director has also directed some other interesting films. So some other titles that I found from uh, his very, very long list of porn directing included. So excited. Feng Shui, Your Pain Away. What? Okay. Dust Bunnies. Uh, Stop Fucking My Friends. What are these parodies? What? Is that a parody? No, I think it's just a regular porn. Stop fucking my friends. I mean, you would think after like maybe the first or second friend fucking that, you know, you would stop being friends with that person. Has this is I feel like I need to know more about this plot. This seems like there is some interfriend drama happening and we need to know what's going on with tiffany okay Raylan's not okay oh and last but not least yvette you're gonna love this one there's a porn called the chiropractor Ooh. why chiropractors are bullshit sorry um i may have written an article called chiropractors are bullshit that got me a lot of hate mail oh yeah that doesn't there are two websites devoted to hating me for that one. Just for that one alone? I was on Joe Rogan for that article. So, you know, it, it got a big reach because of that. Surprisingly, that is one bullshit that Joe Rogan is on board with hating. And it's it's because <laughs> chiropractors, like he'd seen a bunch of videos of like nutjob chiropractors, like cracking MMA fighters backs. Uh, and he's like, there's no way that this is doing anything. So when he found my article, he's like, yes. And... <laughs> latched on to one scientific thing (laughs) and I was on his show and I got so many angry men emailing me that I was the worst thing that ever happened to Joe Rogan's show. (laughs) Not Alex Jones, no. No, no. It's, you know, as long as you get a Nazi high, they're fine, apparently. Sorry, did I say that out loud? No, you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Let's be honest, we're all just shocked that they went with, what's his name, Sean Spicer over Joe Rogan for Dancing with the Stars. Was Joe Rogan an option? I don't think so, but I mean, if Sean Spicer was an option, why wasn't Joe Rogan an option? That's a fair point. Too famous, because I feel like Dancing with the Stars almost automatically implies that you are not famous enough to be considered a star. (laughs) Like. At one point, my agent said to me, and I think it was kind of a hypothetical, like if I ever crawled up to that famous, he's like, would you like to be on Dancing with the Stars? And I'm sitting here going, yeah, but is star really the right word for me at this point in time <laughs> that I realized? You mean you do have two websites dedicated to hating you, which I feel is like the step at least. I have a decent following, but I also don't consider myself famous because I have to explain to people that I have an online following, which means I'm not famous. <laughs> you have to explain to people that you have any amount of fame and they don't know that you have this. You're not famous. <laughs> that is how I keep myself humble, even if I one day don't have to explain this anymore. Now we don't let it go to her head at all. <laughs> don't worry. I still have to clean cat shit. Like, animals are a great way of letting you know that you're still at the bottom of some food chain. (laughs) You think you're doing well? Oh, no. Fluffy just shat the carpet. Oof. Her name is actually Bonnie. She's she's a very nice cat. But So what were your guys' first impressions of this film? <laughs> Alice is in charge of getting us back on track, by the no, way. No, these are the tangents. You guys warned me, and I've loved every single one of them. Don't worry. You'll, you'll hate a handful. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like, why did anyone give them a microphone by the end of this? 
Curtis, what were your thoughts on this film? I mean, I know it was a lot to take in. I'm I'm pretty confident no one's ever told you, hey, watch four hours of porn. It was crazy. It also, like, by the time I got, like, through the fourth one, I was like, oh, I can just watch the recaps on the ends. <laughs> There's a recap of what happened last episode, then they fuck, and then it's what happens the next episode, and then they fuck, and the fucking... This is the thing. I did like what you guys were saying about them staying in character uh, during the fucking, but I wish that their characters had informed how they fucked a little bit more. I feel like I was getting a lot of generic fucking. This is true. We've seen some porns where the uh, Parks and Rec, the Ron Swanson character, fucked like Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying. That was well done. Fair. And it was also Dick Chibble, so... Great name, yeah. great mustache, great actor. So Yeah, it's like a lot of these, it's just kind of gonzo porn. And once in a while, you get a treat. <laughs> yeah. Most times when we watch this, we skip the fucking. There's times though where we're like, wait a minute, something's happening here and it's magic. We watched Simpsons porn and my friend Anna was a Simpsons animator for a while and she watched it with us and the body paint stayed on. And uh, Evan Whoa. Stone, who played McBain, stayed in character as McBain the whole time. And it was just, oh, it was so good. I know that you guys talk about, like, some, like, you like, talk to, like, advocates and stuff, like, real industry people. I was actually talking to the, the, a friend about this. He said he watched a Star Trek parody porn, and the Klingon forehead stayed on the whole time. Do these, like, do these people get, like, credit for their ability to, like, have body makeup withstand sweat and, like, sex fluid? Like, is there an AVN for that? There's no AVN for uh, best time the wigs stayed on the entire time uh, without <laughs> moving. But there are AVNs for best costume design, best actor, best actress. By the way, Tommy Pistol for this specific role won best actor. Really? So, for this role? For this role. Wow. You know what? I'm not too surprised. Now, for the other actors, I have contention, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would say he was the standout. I think uh, Mother, uh, Maxine, I think she was pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, for our audience who hasn't, haven't watched Archer before, um, just to give, I guess, a brief summary of an overall. So we have Stryker, who is basically a boozing, promiscuous international spy. You know, he's put to task uh, by a spy agency to do a number of different missions, and you have a number of his colleagues, so you have... So, I mean, in the actual series, you'll have characters like Mallory Archer, who's a former spy turned the director of the agency uh, that her son works for. You have Lana, who's uh, his love interest. You have Pam, who's head of human resources. You have Cheryl, who's a psychotic personal assistant. Cyril, who's a mild-mannered accountant-turned-agent. And Krieger, who we have as a morally bankrupt scientist as well. But, you know, we had those characters in this porn. I'll have you know some of us scientists are not completely morally bankrupt. We have like four cents left in the vault. <laughs> it's all though. So here's my question. Because this was done as like kind of a web series. So this was a web series that was done for Digital Playground, which we've never really watched any of their stuff before. I feel like this is going to be a new thing we start to plunder, though, because this was... We're going to have to, like, split it up into, like, mini-sodes, though, because, Jesus, this was a lot. Much like Dred's Cock, this was a lot to handle, but we weren't quitters. <laughs> I, uh... We have one dick that we make a lot of jokes about on this episode. No, I, I was enjoying, I've listened to the episodes I've heard. Oh. He's come up in every one, and I'm, I'm just glad that these are running themes. <laughs> we had him on an episode. Just, you know, we, we couldn't not climb the Rushmore of dicks. <laughs> Couldn't climb the Everest of dicks. And by the way, much like Everest, there will be sacrifices and people who die along the way. That's true. People die along Mount Everest and Dred's cock. I'm starting the rumor. I went with Rushmore because I think there's just room to make art on it. Okay. I mean, then again, I mean, what faces would be carved into the Rushmore? And I don't feel comfortable with that. Because then we're. <laughs> I think we could make pubic hair art there. We could taint Jazzle it. All right, I give up. Um, <laughs> I Look, I know I was reaching there too. I'll give you that. So, by the way, uh, like I think Hot Movies has the whole Striker series, but you have to buy episode by episode. We went to um, adultdvd.com and over there they had the whole thing as one whole four hour sitting if you want to torture yourself. But 
I think the best way Look, I downloaded this because I need to watch this with my husband later because he got me into Archer and there's no way he's not going to love this. <laughs> he's going to be mildly horrified, but he's also going to love this from top to bottom. So in the beginning, we open with Stryker, who's strapped to a chair, and we find out very quickly that he's going through a test. He's not taking it seriously. And then next morning, he, you know, he gets drunk, of course. So he wakes up in bed with a tit that's in focus. This is pretty normal for Archer. He's he's waking up in bed with an unknown tit and, you know, all right, you get out of bed. I'm late for work. It's aw, typical romantic Archer. And, you know, I, you must make breakfast, you secret agent. Okay, one more around the world. Choke me. Ah, why are you wearing underwear? <laughs> like this is his, you know, foreplay. It's his. And the lines they gave him for foreplay in this were great. There are a few more later on that are just ridiculous I, I it's i was enjoying what they gave him for like the the starting bits of each of the sex scenes he's still kind of making very archery i i can't do the voice <laughs> to save my life they were fun they were kind of like you're not sure where tommy ends and where archer begins with kind of the nutty fucking because <laughs> that's tommy he's kind of a nut job <laughs> we say with love he's always funny in his roles but like the meta weirdness of Archer, because Archer is already kind of a parody, uh, and now Stryker is a parody of Archer. I'm like, the weirdness is weirder in here. Yeah. And those, like, the innuendo and the, the foreplay stuff, I was getting because they would do a joke and then be like, oh, this is going to come back sick. Like, when they, I think she said, you promised me Greek for breakfast. And you're like, oh, they're going to have anal sex. And then they don't, but they do fuck. And you're like, this seems like a missed opportunity. Wait, they didn't have anal in the first scene? I thought they did. I might have missed it at eight times speed. Um, I'll be honest. Because <laughs> I scrolled through it quite a bit, but like I did see tongue going in there. So okay, all right. Hey, they warmed us up with salad tossing, and I appreciate that in a long-form porno. <laughs> that is a giving lover, and we appreciate that in our Tommy. Then Tommy goes to the office. We meet all the different characters, and essentially we find out that his expense reports... He goes around all morning telling people to sniff his finger. This is a joke that keeps coming back. He goes around, you know, you're looking rough this morning, or you're, you're late. Oh, it's because I had a rough morning? Don't believe me? Smell my finger. Come on, smell it. And it, this keeps going on all morning. The finger keeps coming up. It was weird. It, was, it did make me realize that Archer, like animation, let sexual harassment at the workplace be funny. Live action is yeah. like, you can't do that. You work for the government. <laughs> oh, my God. But have you ever met someone who's been fired from the government? No one. Ever. That's a good point. Oh, my God. So <laughs> this goes all the way to the top. Yeah, the top is the president. <laughs> yeah, of course it goes to the top. Jesus. So there was, uh, I'm not going to say which sub-branch DHS, but I was uh, an explosives chemist working for a contractor. And I don't know if this was a contractor guy or if he worked straight for the government, but they actually called him Porno Bob because he would have like videos like cam girls up on his desk all the time and he was there before my time but like tales of this got back to me oh, wow. uh, and like it was it was well known in the department and it took forever to fire him like no matter how many write-ups and they're like well he was good at his job i'm like oh my god you all knew you all knew <laughs> so indeed somebody watching porn at his desk all the time will not get fired by the department of homeland security because he's good at his job like you really can't find another fucking scientist really really <laughs> boston is lousy with phds who are working as waiters you can't find another scientist fuck you <laughs> sorry for that rant but we're here to entertain and inform i hope bob listens to this wherever you are bob go home and watch porn watch it in the bathroom don't be an idiot stop putting this on your coworkers. they don't have the same fetish as you the worst part is i have watched porn at work yeah well you do it you know you're on a podcast it's also work you gotta yeah but no i mean pre-working for myself, I actually had day jobs. Uh, and I decided there were times where, oh, wait, shit, I haven't taken enough notes. So I would go to a corner or to a desk where I know no one could see behind me and then just watch a couple scenes. The difference is you were watching this, I'm guessing, on your own internet connection, on your own phone, in a place where no one could see it with your headphones in, right? Um, just say <laughs> yes and lie to me. Um... <laughs> Could anybody hear it? No. 
I mean, yes, the headphones were involved, but maybe I was on their Wi-Fi connection, so okay, maybe so IT after... knew. Uh, All right, so was it on your own computer? Uh, work computer. Girl! <laughs> Girl, what are you doing? I was efficient at my jobs. I was Porno uh, Bob. You were Porno Bob. This is a bad idea. Oh, my God, no. Porno Bob had it out where people could see it, like... Yeah, that shit won't apparently get you fired. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I believe that was during the Bush administration. You know what's also ridiculous? What? what? Strikers expense reports. Oh, Indeed they were. Oh, well done. That was a good segue. <laughs> I'm proud of you. The point of this first episode of the series. So Archer starts a rumor that there's a mole in ISIS uh, or crisis, as they call it here. And he goes into the mainframe to hack it. Uh, and here's where I have a little bit of contention. So in order to hack the mainframe, they have to access the room. They need uh, what What do you call those where, where you need your eye to get uh, in? An optical scanner. Yeah, they have an optical scanner. And he takes Michael Vegas's uh, eye, enlarges it. It's the most shitty resolution ever. It's as if like you went to CSI and said, enhance, enhance. And they actually enhanced it and still a shitty quality. Yeah, because that's what's going to actually happen if you enhance. <laughs> and he does it on his iPhone. And it still opens the door, even though it says access denied. So best security protocol ever. That's just a bad security system. So Ian's, there's actually a mole. And apparently he uses that as an excuse to uh, say that all the frivolous expenses weren't his. You know. It did all tie together. And they were trying harder those first few episodes to actually write a script. I feel like by the last three, they were like, and then they fuck. <laughs> oh yeah I, I realized early on it was like I was watching like these episodes took up you know a good 10 to 15 minutes of my time out of the 20 minute episode by the last two episodes it was like oh these took me five minutes to watch yeah. <laughs> and I plan like whenever I'm planning on my time to watch these you know if it's a two hour porn it will take me maybe a half hour to watch because we we tend to go past the sex, but like I was going through the episodes. I'm like, oh God, this is taking me a while. Get to the last two. I'm like, I have 45 minutes. Oh, done. <laughs> they had to get all the banging in. I was surprised which lesbian combination happened though. To be continued later. I was surprised that was the last beat. Yeah. Normally they're in the middle. Yeah. There's a general rule in porn that if you have a long form porn like this, you have one lesbian act. But it's normally in the middle to kind of break yeah. up the all the, you know... Uh, dick. Dick. Yeah, normally. I thought that it was going to culminate in Archer and his mom. Like, that seemed like... Stop. The logical... It was going to turn out she wasn't the real mom. Yeah. And then it was just like... I was like, damn, you guys know what you had to do. <laughs> I was just so mean to you for all these years, Archer, because I wasn't actually your mother. Yeah. That's, I was like, this is the lead up. And that could have been how they resolved all their mommy issues. It would have been really fucked up, but, you know, the audience would have gone for it. <laughs> oh, God. I have to say, though, one of my favorite things that I loved in this entire web series kind of happens in the second scene, which is when it comes to the type of toy we uh, these spies are given. So in the next scene, what ends up happening is we have them at like a little cocktail hour or gala and there's a terrorist who's dressing in drag that archer thwarts who has a bomb strapped to him but he thwarts him with a shoe meringue which is a shoe boomerang and i have to say that's really creative <laughs> it brought me back to get smart when they had the shoe phones am i dating myself right now no, I don't think you are. All right. Do you guys do you guys remember the show Get Smart? Now, the show was before my time. Oh, you mean the show, not the movie. Oh, okay, you are. Oh, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> okay, so once upon a time in an era called Before My Time, but they played it on Nick at Night in the 90s, and that was my time. There was a show called Get Smart with Don Adams, uh, and he voiced Inspector Gadget. So there was the show Get Smart, and he had a shoe phone. A phone, a shoe. Okay, that was the thing. I'm just a little disappointed they didn't make the Krieger character a lot weirder. I mean, they had the missed opportunity where, I mean, in actually Archer, I don't, I don't know if you remember this, Curtis, but Krieger's sex robot was Fister Roboto. 
They could have done so much. The weird hologram hentai thing. There was a yes. That was maybe the. It seemed like there was a lot. Like even from the first scene where he's tied up in a fake interrogation chamber, and then they're like, "Well, now I'm just going to leave you like that." I'm like, "Okay, we're going to get some weird spy sex." There's going to be some girls doing some things. When they had the scene in that second episode with Krieger, he's like, "Here are your spy toys." I'm like, "I bet these come back sexually." And they the gun gag was fun, but there wasn't really anything else. Exactly. I was sad about the missed opportunities just with handcuffs alone <laughs> the basics that were missed you guys should like fund a redo here's the thing i like this a lot i think they did a ton of good things i just i feel like there is room for season two. Oh my god so many more episodes <laughs> she's like no don't make us don't do it four you more hours down. oh uh, I'm hoping that Samantha and uh, takes up my, my suggestion of doing Who Banged Roger Rabbit with Tommy. Oh. Because she was like, well, I do something with Tommy. It's got to be crazy and out there. And I'm like, he's fucked a couch before. He'll dress up like a rabbit. Because <laughs> she has like very Jessica Rabbit boobs. So What, what was this couch scene? I have not seen it. There's a puppet porn. Um, and as I say that. <laughs> no, I liked how casual it was <laughs> you for you. Said- <laughs> I love that you say it so cavalierly, like, oh, well, there's a puppet porn. <laughs> this is where we're at in our lives, Alice. Yeah, that's not the weirdest thing that I've had to deal with. So, yeah. <laughs> not even a top 10. Nope. Really not anymore. So let's... The cream of wheat box. Thanks for listening, guys, because my brain is destroyed because of this podcast. Um, <laughs> so getting back to this porn... Um, I mean, the second episode, it was more backstory on Lana and Archer character. God, uh, Shauna and Stryker basically being on and off. And then we're Sha- going to keep on using yeah. the original names. So we're going to just fuck it. We'll use the original names. So the Archer character trying to get Lana back. This is the whole crux of the series is Archer trying to get into those sweet panties. I'm just disappointed that at no point he commented or no one commented on her massive hands. Oh, that was a disappointment. Yep. That would have been something. And we didn't get Danger Zone. We didn't get a Danger Zone. I wonder what the copyright is on Danger Zone. (laughs) Nobody commenting on that's how you get ants. Oh, that would have been a treat. I feel like there are so many times when things get sticky in porn. (laughs) That should have been like, how did nobody use that? This is why we need a season two. (laughs) <laughs> what was this this was 2015 this one was released yeah i guess it's not too late that's true and frankly i wouldn't mind if tommy acted as archer actually if he just acted as archer when picking up women super smooth would work out really well for him <laughs> he could probably pull it off i have to say though in the next uh minisode where we had um there was a bit of a back and forth and tommy while talking to his mom says aren't we a big spy organization how the fuck did a cricket get in here? I'm going to find it and shoot it. And it's this weird tangent where there's just a cricket in the background and it's continuous in a couple of the other episode where there's a cricket and he's the only one who hears it and it's driving him nuts. I kind of love that. That was pretty great. It's just him having this perfect archer moment. Like no sane human being would do this, but yet. (laughs) So of course Archer does this. (laughs) It's like there are moments where you wonder both in this and this is why I think this is done really well. There are moments both in the series of Archer and in Stryker where somehow he manages to get out of these crazy, horrible situations that he kind of gets himself into in the first place where you're like, is he a horrible spy or is he actually a fucking genius? Yeah. And it's like maybe the gun in the pants is a genius move. Maybe he's just a fucking pervert. I can't tell. So here's my question for you guys. They have a gala in this uh, mini-sode where they're trying to convince the head of the UN to use crisis. And there's a woman who comes in, a Swedish woman who comes in and seduces this guy who turns out to be for the other agency cunts. Uh, But her name is, she's introduced as, I have it written down here because I was so angry at it, Svetslana. And instead of Svetlana, it's Svetslana, like. <laughs> At first I heard Svetshana and I'm like, I'm just going with it. I have I have four fucking hours of porn to watch. <laughs> what was it? Svetslana? Yeah, Svetslana. Instead of one Svet, two Svets. Yeah, it's multiple Svetslana. It's or maybe it's possessive. It's Svetslana. What do you think, Curtis? 
Ooh, it's, I get it now. They're saying it's the Soviets, Lana. Ah, oh, Svetlana. This was, yes. Setting it up for season two. Oh, no, you're right. Jesus. Wasn't that, I'm totally wrong. There's no way they actually put that thought into it. They thought this but through. that was good, right? I Once mean. in a while, my brain has a moment. <laughs> that was an okay one. Look, don't ask how big the edible I took earlier was, okay? <laughs> I mean, we might be giving too much credit to, uh, you know, the creator of Dust Bunnies. Hey, that was an underrated masterpiece. What was it about, Dust Bunnies? I don't know, but what could it be about? Was it a porn? Yeah! I don't want dust anywhere near anything related to porn. Yeah. I think dust and I'm like, well, do we need lube or hormonal treatment? I mean, can you imagine being hired for that and having a dust allergy? You know someone didn't read their contract and sign up for it. (laughs) I'm just saying, whenever I hear someone has a dust allergy, dust is mainly human skin cells. So does that mean you're allergic to people? Ooh, great excuse to not socialize. (laughs) Exactly. This is my excuse and I'm not allergic to dust. But just like Archer... Curtis, correct me if I'm wrong. The head of the KGB in Archer is Archer's father, right? Yeah, I think so. At least that's like what they always hint at. Yeah, so they had the same thing in the striker porn where head of KGB is his father. But what I found, I enjoyed one of the episodes where they sent Archer to rescue Lana at a Mexican drug cartel. And pre-episode, Yvette and I were discussing... The logistics of running a Mexican drug cartel. No, I'm just saying, I wonder if there is a Mexican drug lord who's watching this going, you know, I do things other than just having like strippers up to my shoulders at my house. Okay, I'm working on getting supply chain moving. I have like (laughs) MS-13 to fucking call to get shit in order. I have countries to run. Okay, and then the strippers. Why does no one ever tell that side of my story of pornography parodies? I am but a humble drug lord. There's some guy, Richard, managing payroll. (laughs) On the next episode, we're going to have a a member of MS-13 join us to discuss drug cartels. Discuss his role in the drug cartel. We're going to get hate mail for this. No, we're not. Hate mail at info2girls1mike.com. Who's going to be pro-MS-13? That's disrespectful to MS-13. I just always think we're, I, I always plan for hate mail no matter what. How dare you? My grandmother making cookies for her neighbor who was part of MS-13. More like who was displaced from her country by MS-13 and that's why they, yeah. Someone won't be able to take a joke eventually. None of our listeners are that motivated to email us. Yeah, they were like, I'll email you after I get my dick out of my head. Oh. By that point, they've calmed down. I'm too tired after four hours of Archer porn to send an email. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like if four hours of porn doesn't calm you down, like, I don't think there's therapy that can help for that. Oh, great. Okay, so this is what we're doing from now on. So if you think you have an anger management issue, watch four hours of porn. If you're still angry, you have absolutely have an anger management issue. <laughs> Do you remember that show uh, Intervention? No. All right, so I, I'm old. Uh, so there Curtis, is a show do you called, remember it? I've heard. Is that the one where like they? No, my strange addiction. I remember intervention. I remember. So they were very like similar kind of thing with intervention. They would just have like a drug and alcohol intervention or whatever. Like sometimes it wasn't drug or alcohol. Sometimes it was for people suffering with anorexia or bulimia or other kinds of you know disorders of you know of addiction. And there was a guy who had worked in porn who had a meth. Uh, habit and who would sit there and masturbate for hours upon hours at a time. So apparently you can watch porn for that many hours a day. Ooh. And and he also had a bit of a temper problem. So apparently you can watch porn for that many hours a day and still be angry. So did he have like a lot of scarring? You know, part of me wonders if he was chafing quite a bit. Yeah, at least. Like, I don't know how you masturbate for that many hours in a day and not just, like, have either, like, the biggest one, like, one wrist really crazy huge or, like, not, like, something has to be chafed, like, right? Yeah, because your skin gets weird on meth, too, right? Like, it's like, from both angles, he's attacking himself. I don't know if he just had only been doing it for, like, not long enough of a period of time for it to, like, not get fucked up yet, but, or, 
I don't know. Like it was uh it's been a while since I saw the episode, but yeah, just he would just sit there and jerk off for hours on end and watch porn. Yikes. <laughs> Apparently that's a thing you can do and still have a temper afterwards. He probably watched a lot of the ones with plot even. If he watched for that long. Yeah. I mean, at some point you need to take a break, right? <laughs> One would hope. So how did you guys feel about um, Tommy's accent, you know, as a Spanish plumber? Oh, my God. This was, I'm watching this going, uh, the last place somebody is even going to try to get away with brown face. <laughs> I, said, I was, because I did, t- well, I was taken aback, but it's like, I'm not going to be the person who admits to what I do with my life. Because you're like, oh. <laughs> After getting three episodes deep in this Archer porn, I have some SJW complaints. <laughs> Don't worry. we have a, I, I have SJW complaints on this show about the porns we watch on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, like, we watched Debbie Does Dallas and we were like, and here's the thing, porn has rapey things in it once in a while that are, you know, that are expected almost that you kind of get, I don't want to say desensitized to, but you know, it's almost normal. Debbie Does Dallas, a quote classic Holy fucking hell. We were shocked. Oh, wow. Throw it out. Burn it. Put it into the dumpster heap of history. Like, number one, in porn now, you have to say on camera that the people involved are over 18. They were saying right on camera that the girls were 16 and they were, like, being plied into having sex with much older men. It was very weird. So we call out shit on a regular basis. But, like, we were, like, as soon as I saw him come out with, like, you know, brown face, I was like, what? He was okay, so he wasn't wearing any paint on his face. It looked like he, he may have gotten a spray tan. It looked like tan. something had happened. Okay. Like my spray tan detector pinged. But you're right. To say the least. In like in I guess in perspective, two episodes before that they had drugged and kind of killed a prostitute. And <laughs> yeah. that that ran off like water somehow in porn. It but was, the yeah. prostitute was okay with it because she was getting paid extra. Oh, okay. So all right, it's still empowerment. He is acting as a spy, and it is a thing that they do in spy craft to change your race. To and you can, it is easier to add on. You can. It's almost impossible to make a darker person lighter, but you can make a lighter person darker. So, I'm looking at it, going, I don't know if it's my past to give, but this is something that happens in spy craft. I need to hear from a spy. If like a white spy is like, yes, sometimes you do for real have to be a Mexican plumber. I'll be like, all right, I'm on board. I don't know about Mexican plumber. <laughs> I'm going to say that's more of a comedic uh, decision. And that was a decision. Got to check on the plumbing O and El Wallo. I, yeah, I'm going to go with that was an Archer decision too. <laughs> but that was so Archer. Come on. Yeah. It's like they went hard into that. But, whew. but you know, like the making darker part. Yeah, that's. That's a spot. It's like, this is why I'm like, all right, you have three layers of fuckery here. <laughs> it's like, first it's spy movie, then it's Archer, and then it's porn of Archer. Which made of that. I like, there was like one scene where, and I don't know whose choice it was, how they didn't know it wouldn't be clearable, but somebody in the office has a magazine, and the magazine oh, yeah. is blurred out, and it's crazy to watch a porn and see a blur. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. A porn from America. Yeah. White yes, issues. Right. Uh, don't mean to be. Offend the Japanese. Oh, don't worry. Well, we make jokes about that. (laughs) I just want to know why are some of them okay? But no, it was because we were talking with, um, what's it called? Joanna Angel. And she was mentioning, oh, yeah, we we can't use a lot of stuff if it's not licensed out to us. So (laughs) makes sense. Makes sense. It's just like, yeah, they couldn't have like a book. There wasn't like any other option. To Kill a Mockingbird wasn't available. (laughs) At public domain. One day Mickey Mouse will be available <laughs> for use in porn. Oh, actually, that would be really funny. It's They can only use books that are in the public domain. So they pull out like the three little bears in a porn. <laughs> I'm picturing all the very weird old fairy tales. <laughs> so speaking of sex scenes, I have to say, though, that we went through a lot of sex, a lot of porn sex, which I never really watch. But I have to say there was one sex scene that, I mean... Tommy stayed in character in this, and what I loved was throughout it, I thought it was kind of hysterical where I wasn't crazy about the actress who played Shauna, but I did enjoy where when she and Stryker were getting it on, Tommy kept just throwing out these lines like, I wish we had clay in front of us so we could mold something. I, <laughs> and, oh my God. 
I'm an asshole. I never tip well either. And then he's doing an ATM and then he's like, if someone was behind me, it'd be like that movie we were watching that one night. <laughs> Would he, I paused and watched some of that because I was fast forwarding through this sex scene and I saw him like finger wagging her vagina and I had to stop. Yeah, I saw that. that was I was like, best. I need to go back. <laughs> Him chastising. Was he yelling at her vagina for having sex with someone else, or yeah. was I missing? Yeah, he was screaming at the vagina for having had the other character inside. Oh my god! How dare you? Oh, Try god. not to think about the fact that Corbin was in there. And somehow it was—he wasn't mad at the woman, but the vagina, the woman. It, I was so confused. Someone got into trouble. I do feel like that would have been the best time to say "danger zone." It just didn't happen. Oh, it would have been. Mm. Oh, and then another point during that sex scene, he decides to uh, have her smother him with a golden pillow, and he's comedically waving his arms around while she's smothering him. I'm like, okay, this kind of one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest, but okay. <laughs> you almost want her to like get on top of that and straddle it with her legs and him to be like, now waterboard me, baby, waterboard <laughs> me. Like that that seems to have been something that would have been in character. Wait, is there a born parody of one flew over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh my God. I don't know. Oh, Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> Choke me. You can lobotomize me if you want to. <laughs> that ending takes on a whole new meeting. <laughs> oh, oh, well, if you find it, please email us, info at twogirlswithmike.com. <laughs> if you actually want us to review it, and it's not too horrifying. It's, gotta be pretty it's, it's not too horrifying. Some kind of really intense skull fuck that just leaves this person... They zoom out afterwards and it's just a drooling guy. Which socket does it go into? <laughs> is it like a micro penis into one of the nostrils? Like, you know, we have options, <sighs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How small is a micro penis? This is a, like, I've never. Ooh, I feel like Google can't answer that. Let's check this out. I feel like it's anything under two inches fully erect, but I could be wrong. I don't think I've ever micro-penis. seen one in the flesh, so to speak. I have. Um, the guy was oh. great with his mouth, so. Okay, cool. all right. You have to be. I yeah. think I've seen a small one, but not a micro one. I mean, it's one out of every 10,000 males has a micro penis. You know, my sample size is large, but like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that is more than I would have expected, though. Let's see. Average length of a flaccid penis, and this is flaccid, is 3.5. A nationwide study by urologists came up with a 5.1 number, and it's a number used to diagnose a micropenis. What? That doesn't sound right. That can't be right. I thought that was supposed to be the average length. Yeah. So is that anything under that? Because that... mm. No, because average means in the middle. (laughs) Okay. So 1.2 inches to 2.8. So anywhere under three inches. Okay. Oh, very well health says... Of or less than 1.9 centimeters. So three quarters of an inch. That seems like too That little. seems very... T- yeah, 1.9 centimeters is 0. 0.7 inches. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Cleveland Clinic will have our answer. We are getting you the medical facts to let you know... That your penis is okay. We care about the science on this podcast. As- Here we go. A mm. micropenis has a stretched penile length, SPL, of less than 2.5 standard deviation below the mean for the male's age. In men, an SPL of three and two-thirds inches or less indicates a micropenis. There we go. All right. Wow. Three and two-thirds inches. That is bigger than I expected. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like below three. It does feel like there should be like a second can it like like small and then micro yeah like if you're at like three and you're like okay technically yes but i'm like of the group i'm still the best like (laughs) so like the elder millennials hey we're millennials (laughs) but we're okay we we baked while there was still no internet (laughs) we're just saying if you have yourself a micro penis learn yourself some oral sex and you're going to survive this Yes, but all of our listeners are very well hung because you listen to this podcast. And I'm pretty sure that's what causes. And <laughs> if you stop listening to this podcast, that's how you get a micro penis. You know, we're running ads on Pornhub now. How do you get a bigger dick? You listen to the show. And you know what? If you have a micro penis, there are ways to please someone. So your penis is okay. You guys should 100% advertise like that. <laughs> you should 100% have like. Your face, like, do that thing they do in porn where, like, you, you, you're you amazed at the size of a dick. 
and just have that picture and then it links right to your podcast. This face? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, that's my, it's my favorite thing about porn ads is where it's like, oh my God, it's a dick. <laughs> We're shocked every time. Shocked. <laughs> Like a woman's never seen a dick before. We never package of joy. We never wake up to 20 messages per morning of penises in our inbox. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Is that, have you guys, I'm imagining as women, it's already pretty bad. But like, because you host this podcast, has it skyrocketed? Not much. More. Uh, Both of us are in relationships, so we don't get the deluge of idiots on Tinder. Just uh, enough. Not that any of you on Tinder are idiots ever we've only had one guy fucking lose his shit via this podcast and we ended up having to call the fbi on him Oof. yeah don't threaten us via email yeah that's pretty bad sorry that that happened not your fault we we seem to nothing seems to have happened since then like he seems to have gotten the message to don't threaten our lives do you think he was a chiropractor <laughs> It's, I have no reason to suspect that, but you know, crazier shit, man. He took it extra personal because he starred in the porn chiropractor, clearly. <laughs> so he was like, look, this is a legitimate profession. I mean, look, he has just as much training as any other chiropractor having played one on a porn set in his defense. It was method. Oh my God. Method acting. So you do nothing and you crack people's backs with no medical degree. Okay, perfect. I could do the same exact thing. And he cracks them with his penis. Just a lot of banging around and eventually their back cracks. That's how he cracked their back with his penis. Yeah, chiropractor joke over. You guys should do like a post-mortem episode where like you like file it away in like a will somewhere. And when you die, all the shit you had to edit out. Oh, yeah. All the stuff that we're like, this would have gotten us canceled. <laughs> Is there like that backstage for, for you guys? That has to be a thing. Like every comedian that we know is way filthier backstage. Yeah, there's definitely some gross people. There's a good amount, though, that I think now is like, maybe it's just like that I have a fortunate run in with people. But it's like, yo, so like, we're all coming to terms with the fact that there's like legit rape going on. So let's like tone it back and like yeah. not joke that way for a while with strangers. Yeah, it's figuring out. It's like, where's the line? Yeah. It's like, I'll have jokes in my head that I'm like, oh, this is not going to be okay because other people are going through legitimate trauma right now. And so am I. So it's like, I can say it in my head and it'll be laughy for me, but maybe not other people. Yeah. It is exciting, though, when you start to have that kind of friendship develop and you're like, I'm going to try this thing that's either going to set us way back or bond us forever. So you're telling me that none of us are cut out to write for the Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee? <laughs> oh, my God. You mean the place that does satire poorly? Oh, so, the yeah. Um, or they call themselves satire. Sure. Let's go with they that. They got so mad. <laughs> aren't they trying to sue Snopes? For debunking them. So, Curtis, just so you know, the Babylon Bee is the conservative version of The Onion. And don't get me wrong, some of the articles they put out, in my opinion, are actually funny. But then there's Thank times you. they'll put out stuff where I'm like, really? <laughs> Guys, this is right now just not okay. This is just a conservative headline. Oh. Yeah. What's amazing, though, to me is the editor-in-chief recently wrote an op-ed this past week for the Wall Street Journal about how he finds it unfair that Snopes is fact-checking them. Bitch, me and my people have been fact-checked for the last several years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Our friend James Schlarman uh, writes at, I think he writes the website Alternative Facts, which is just, you know, it's it's just a parody and political satire site. Uh, and a, you know, a political garbage shoot. A couple other websites that he just writes satire. And he just, he laughs so hard whenever Snopes debunks him. He's like, yes! Uh, yeah. Achievement unlocked. And Babylon B is mad that they got debunked. This attack on the conservative media. It happens Dude. all the time. Like last year, so Dan and I um, worked on a piece basically where uh, the ancient aliens guy, Curtis, do you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the crazy hair from the meme. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So I said that Trump hired him to run Space Force. And Snopes fact-checked that because it was popular. Wow. And because, you know, at this point, I mean... There is a world, yeah. It's not... It's a weird... If you saw that on CNN tomorrow, you'd be like, well, why the fuck not? You know, this isn't even the craziest hire of his administration. Yeah. It's so long and thanks for all the fish, whatever. Planet's burning up anyway. 
This has, yeah, this, I checked out their Babylon B for the first, and like some of the articles are like, okay, that's a joke, and I can at least appreciate that. And some of them are like, this seems like a legitimate opinion piece that you're saying is comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's because they're bad at comedy. Uh. <laughs> like, comedy is one of those things where if you're bad at it, you're not actually doing it. Look, if you have to explain why you're funny to people, maybe you're just not funny. Oh, God, I knew someone in the skeptic movement who had this long rant on his page on, I spent years working as a comedian before I eventually left because I got tired of explaining to dumb audiences why they didn't get my jokes. I'm like, oh, I loved hearing the sucking wind from both of you at the same time. That was just, oh, like doubling down, bragging about having failed is such a specific sad you know, like I had a bad year and part of it was out of my control, but part of it I went, what can I do? <laughs> you know, like part, you always got to go, maybe it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in comedy, you cannot change the audiences. Like you can change it from one night to the next, but if all of the nights, it's like if all of your exes are assholes, what's the common denominator here? Yeah. Just saying. I'm just really annoyed personally that they're perpetuating this false narrative. They're fueling the false narrative, in my opinion, that only conservatives on social media sites are being censored. I mean, for fuck's sake, right now, our porn podcast page on Facebook is shadow banned, which for those of you listening who don't know what shadow banning is, it's where when you post something, not a lot of people see it. And when you run a page, you could see if like 10 people saw it, a hundred or like a couple thousand. And when your average is like a couple thousand people seeing it and goes down to 13. (laughs) We post a lot of funny, filthy little memes on our page that are, we don't post anything that Facebook would pull down. They're just, they're a little dirty, uh, shockingly. But Facebook has now decided that we're just not on the algorithm. And like- But they're letting Nazis do stuff still. So Exactly. You get pulled down for- completely random shit and mass reporting of Nazis doesn't do anything. So it's like, that's ridiculous. I'm actually just really annoyed because the problem is with shadow banning. I was talking to a Facebook engineer about this and either a, this gets resolved in a week or B it's kind of permanent. And if it's permanent, then we essentially have to restart the page. Oh, and we have like 18,000 followers on that page. So Isn't that exciting, guys? That sucks. Uh, yeah. Oh, great. So thanks, Facebook, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do have that one guy I dated who works at Facebook who I'm, I'm sure if I – yeah, no, I hate him too much to reach out. That's not happening. You know, maybe that's why we're shadow banned. Maybe you shouldn't be dating Zuckerberg. <laughs> Look, if sucking that dick would get our page to work again, I'd be like, so where on the taint do you want my tongue? Where exactly? How far up your ass do you want? Which thing? I will put it wherever. That Facebook page is very important for you. You live and die by Facebook algorithms sometimes. I hate to say it, but unfortunately, Facebook is still one of the means that you can still promote yourself and grow your audience. I've only kind of learned Twitter the last year. So yeah, I have to say something, though. Curtis, I'm so fucking jealous of you. What? What? Because I checked on your Facebook page for shits and giggles. And the only thing I noticed was you had a blue check mark next to your name and you had like only like two, three thousand followers. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. I hate you. I don't know how to do anything on social media. <laughs> <laughs> My- You're like, I can be funny on TV, but social media, yeah. fuck this. I'm the out. The Facebook page at this point is just like. I missed that period you guys are talking about where you could get, so now it's like a paywall and it's just not worth it to me to pay money to reach people who don't care. I want to be one of those people who knows how to master it, but like I just put something up and then I see three people saw it and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense though. Yeah. Social media is very weird. I've just learned that when it comes to social media, apparently if I talk about porn or make fun of porn or post like a LED fidget spinner butt plug, you know what? That's going to apparently today it ca- oh, yeah. captured Andy Richter's attention. So I, I guess that. I won the internet. I was going to like it. And then I was like, but we haven't really met. And we're going to do, I don't want to be like, <laughs> don't worry. It's weird. See. I'm not sure what to do. 
we uh, fully expect some amount of creeping. I wasn't like, oh yeah, but I was like, but I, oh, this is funny, but I don't. It's, it, it, uh. I know the creeping where someone goes and finds our personal profiles on Facebook and like clicks and and comments on everything that's been public for the last three years. That's weird yeah. creeping. Clicking like on public posts from the last week. That's normal creeping. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, so speaking of creeping. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's here. So China Times. Um, so <laughs> I don't know where the connection's going here, but I'm on the journey with you. Let's go. So Curtis, I don't think you're aware of this, um, but earlier on this year, I hopped on a motor bunny and apparently me sitting on a chair vibrator went viral. Okay. Congratulations. Her parents are very proud. <laughs> it's what they sent me to school for, um, which isn't totally wrong. You did a lot of sitting in school. Sure. But the kicker is that this video went so viral, it was lively, world star hip hop. But then a number of random um, websites started running articles about it. So there's a whole Ukrainian article about it. There's a whole article in Spanish about it. And then there's one from the China Times that must be the equivalent of the New York Times because one morning I woke up and I thought I just had a fuck ton of bots start following me on Twitter. But it was just like a thousand people from China decided to find me. <laughs> They're waiting for your next piece of work to come out, dear. I just hope that I can make it big somewhere in China one day or Japan. That is apparently the next thing. I feel it's possible. I tell people that I'm huge in Canada. <laughs> I figure, watch them try to fact check. They don't know, half of them can't find Canada on a map. <laughs> I have a theory though, nobody knows geography more than 100 miles outside of where they live. I have proof of this. My aunt from Canada uh, when my brother was stationed in Missouri for the military, asked if my brother was going to be commuting home to New Hampshire on the weekends. Oh, wow. People do not know geography 100 miles outside of where they live. <laughs> so do you guys want to comment any more on this porn? Because <laughs> I don't. I'm so tired of it. I was surprised how many people like I wasn't familiar with until Carter Cruz showed up. And then I was like, okay, I do not see why she has awards. There was like more, there was like a charisma she did her part well. She did her part well. Yes. You know? I was like, okay, there's a reason I know your name. <laughs> okay, so if you're going to dedicate four hours of your life, I mean, I guess pick up a hobby or watch this porn. Or both. I watered my plants and I trimmed the pothos while I watched this. So, like, you know, find something you can do while porn plays absentmindedly. Close your blinds first. I did have to pause <laughs> and close my blinds. But otherwise, it's great. Or you can do what I do, live in an attic in an old Victorian so nobody can find you. <laughs> so, Curtis, um, so a couple quick things. Number one, do you have any shows that you want to promote? Hey, if you want to swing by 2062 Sawtell Boulevard to see Giant Robot Comedy Night, that'll be happening on Thursday the 5th. Also, be sure to tune in to... New episodes of The Jim Jeffrey Show and Crank Yankers on September 25th. Wait, you're part of Crank Yankers? Crank Yankers? I'm part of Crank Yankers. <gasps> what? Tell us more. There's not as much puppet porn as I would have thought. <laughs> it's fun. It's a nice thing. It's coming on September 25th. Everybody should check it out. There's a lot of cool people that are involved, and it was a really fun team to work with, and I think it's going to be a fun show. I'm so excited. Is Wait, is Special Ed back? Oh. Uh, because I feel like that's the thing that could that people could get away with 15 years ago. And I feel like that character, there might be phone calls now. I don't know. I believe he's been politely put to rest. I'm shocked people are picking up the phone. People pick, yeah, people pick up the phone more than I would have thought. I'm so excited. Like it is, it, like the old one too was largely establishments. So it's really like, well, you have to. It was out when I was in college the first time around. So it's just... Yeah, it was a dumb comedy that I loved so much when I was first getting into comedy. So I'm like, oh, nostalgia. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so excited for this. So we'll definitely uh, post those in the show notes. So if anyone's in the L.A. area, they could come check you out. And we do have some people to thank because, as usual, every week we have Patreons. And uh, by the way, if you want to become a Patreon yourself, you could just hop to uh, patreon.com slash two girls, one mic, where we have bonus content with past guests of the show, so go check those out. And this week, we want to thank Long and Win, Priest Pilot, Hacksaw, Sonia Eau Claire, Kelly Frazier, Kevin Boundy, Michael Gatt, Andrew Gore, BN, Rich, Richard Harrell, Neil Hallstrom, Matthew Culp, 
Mark Romer, Kyle Washington, and many, many more. Curtis, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I've got a blue check mark and not enough followers for Alice. <laughs> I came to Twitter too late. No, it's Facebook I'm mad at. Oh, Facebook. No, no, on Facebook, on one of our pages, we had to have a million followers before they gave us that shit. <laughs> But no, I'm not mad at you as much as I am mad at my friend Faisal, who had an in at Facebook and for his organization, when he had 80 likes on his org's page, he got a blue check mark. (laughs) That's pretty upsetting. I had to fight with mine for a while. I think I had 150,000 before I got a blue check mark on Facebook. And it was, uh, they told me they wanted to put me in the category of blogger and I had to fight. I'm like, no, scientist. (laughs) Putting me down as a scientist. I have a master's degree. Fuck you. (laughs) And Yvette, where can our audience find you sciencing? That Facebook page with the blue check mark is at uh, (laughs) facebook.com slash slash scibabe. And I'm over at Twitter and Instagram at the scibabe where I am snarky and sciencey. And Alice, where can people find you and the podcast? Well, you could find me with no check marks. Damn, girl. <laughs> give, hashtag give Alice a blue check mark. Hashtag there's no verification program, so let's restart that again. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, that was great. But yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Rational Blonde. But guys, tell all your friends about the show. We need more listeners. Subscribe to this podcast. Tell all your friends who watch porn, so tell all your friends. <laughs> and thanks for joining us this week. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.